Okay, everybody, welcome to I Was Only Trying to Help. I'm Kate Watson. I'm here with my good friend Leslie. Leslie, how are you? So good, Kate. How are you? I do love it when you sing <laughs> to me. Um, I'm awesome. I'm looking forward to this episode because we are going to talk about the times when people might issue a well-meaning apology that, for whatever reason... I'm going to say fails, like it, it, it falls flat or it ends up upsetting someone more. Um, it doesn't really go as planned. Uh, and, and I've thought of a lot of scenarios where this happens, um, but just kind of broadly, anything come to mind for you? Well, I mean, the first thing you think of is like, oh, well, you know, you've, you've apologized, you've done your due diligence and that's <laughs> that, but check the box. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is actually where I start to think, well, there's something not, I get so irritated when people are just checking a box. Like, they know that manners say they have to apologize, but, like, it's like, you know, if you walk into a place and someone, like, lets the door slam in your face instead of holding it for you, and they're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you meant to do that. <laughs> you let the elevator door close. You wanted to do that. made the conscious decision, yeah. and now you're just saying sorry because you're face-to-face and you feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, and, and my face still hurts because it got a door slammed right. in. <laughs> and, you know, actually, I appreciate that you brought up that, like, manners or, like, so- social expectations dictate that a person who made a mistake should apologize. Of course. And I also think there's this expectation that if someone apologizes to you, you're supposed to say, it's okay. Right. And this is all kind of problematic because relationships are so much more complicated than like Mm -hmm. person A did something hurtful, says sorry. Person B says, it's okay. Everything's fine now. It's just a little messier than that. And I think deep down, we all know that until we are the one apologizing and we think, well, I, I did, I did the thing I'm supposed to do. Are we cool now? So I got to thinking about this and, and one thing I've learned about myself doing this podcast is I like to break things into categories. (laughs) So I was thinking there's like a category of well-meaning apologies that I would say, these are the, these are the apologies where the person who's saying sorry is not focusing on their own behavior. They're focusing on the other person's behavior. So to me, this sounds like, I'm sorry you're mad. I'm sorry you're offended. I'm sorry you heard it that way. Things like that. Um, Have you ever received one of those? Sorry if this was a trigger. Oh, sorry (laughs) if it was. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying I did anything wrong. But if that's the case... Um, if you are saying that, then I guess I'm sorry. And to me, this just like dodges any responsibility. If you say, I'm sorry, if you're mad, you are focused on my anger, not on your actions. I think that when you're making an apology, um, you should figure out like what, what you're actually, what your intention is with that. Are you really trying to say, um, my fault, my bad? Um, or are you trying to say, are you trying to get off the hook? Are you trying to escape from the conflict? Are you trying to move away and just put it in the past and have a nice dinner or whatever yeah. you're trying to do? But there are times when I'm not sorry, and I think it's important then to not pretend like you are because you're only going to piss that person off more. Right. So if I'm deeply down, not sorry, I don't want to be like, well, I'm sorry you're sad. 
Because that person's just going to be enraged that I'm giving the fake sorry. Uh, that's that's one of my worst things is like when I, I feel like someone's saying sorry, but they're not really. Yeah. And I just, I feel like it makes me even more, dare I say, aggressive about yeah. my point. Yeah, um, it does. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. So when I know that I'm not really sorry, rather than issuing that fake one that's so much more annoying, I'd rather just again, own my actions and say, I did something that really hurt you. So I think for this first category, trying to say that if you are, if you're not going to apologize for your actions and instead you're going to use the word, I'm sorry, related to someone else's feelings, then maybe you're just not really sorry and you shouldn't be apologizing at all. I feel like also Kate, and for me, like, I feel like, I feel the need to get an apology for something, like, right then and there, but sometimes the apologies that come later seem more, I don't know, fulfilling or valid or mm. something, um, because, like, the person has really been thinking about it, and for me, like, I feel like if, you know, we sort of, like, make amends, and then, you know, we come back, and it's, it's you know, the, the next day or something, when the, the air is cleared a little bit, um, and say, hey, listen... I rethought about what we talked about and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very sorry for the, the fact that we got into an argument mm-hmm. over this or that I pushed it so hard or yeah. something like that. Um, it's funny just this morning. I, I like, I, oh, how do I even want to word this? I guess I felt like I kind of unloaded on someone this morning and even in the middle of it, I felt like, what am I doing? Like I'm, I'm, I'm just like blabbing at the mouth at this point and I felt bad about it but I couldn't quite find the words to say, I'm sorry. Cause I was still sort of unloading. Mm-hmm. And what I said was, and I have no idea if I should be sharing this on the podcast. Cause I'm not sure it's the best, but I said, um, you're probably going to get an apology email from me later <laughs> <laughs> because I was like imagining myself hours later, just embarrassed by what I had done. And I, and we both kind of laughed about it. I was like, you're, you're going to get a long apology from me about this. And I'm sure in a few hours, I'm going to feel silly about this. So, you know, you can expect that that's probably coming. And the person I was talking to smiled and I, and it, you know, it actually helped me relax because we both kind of had a little joke about it. Um, So it kind of helps me to hear you say that those slightly delayed apologies are still helpful because I'm kind of a a delayed apologizer. Like I will, I will apologize, but it might be tomorrow and it might be me saying, you know, I slept on this and I really gave it some thought. And now that I've thought about it, I was totally in the wrong. And, you know, I just appreciate your patience with me because I kind of screwed that up and I, I feel terrible about it. I, I find that maybe a good rule of thumb is true. Apologies tend not to have the word, but in there. Oh yeah. Like, exactly. I'm sorry, but uh, you lost me. You lost me already. I don't know what's coming next, but I'm worried, and I I already don't like it. Um, So, okay, that was the first category, which was the apologies that maybe weren't apologies at all, um, that that dodge one's own responsibility or behavior. So another category are the apologies that just subtly blame the other person. So things like, I'm sorry you took it the wrong way. (laughs) Like, in other words... You're sad, but it's your fault. Right. You took it the wrong way. I'm sorry you misunderstood me. Rather than, I'm sorry I wasn't clear. I'm sorry this made you sad again. <laughs> I'm sorry you can't get over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so these are the ones that are, and I think it's kind of similar to the first category. They are focused on the other person, but it's not just focused on them. 
it's focused on their failure. Mm -hmm. You misunderstood and, oh, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. You're so sensitive. Uh -huh. God, oh my goodness. People, you can't see our faces, but Leslie and I both just made like a, <laughs> that's just the worst because it's an insult. It completely like invalidate. You know, I've always been someone who is very sensitive. Yeah. And that's my call. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's your decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, or I'm sorry you didn't, you didn't hear what I said. Well, if, if that's what happened, that I didn't hear what you said, why are you sorry? No, I'm sorry you're remembering that the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry you're remembering that the wrong way. I'm sorry your memory has failed you. <laughs> so I, again, I think this category overlaps with the first one a lot, but it, the, the one little difference here is these are not just I'm looking at your behavior. I'm also blaming your mm -hmm. behavior, that your behavior is the problem here. It's not just, I'm sorry you're mad. It's, I'm sorry you get mad so easily. That, right. There's a little difference there. They're both wrong to me. They're both problematic, but they're problematic in slightly different ways. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry you're having a hard time with this. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a yeah. really good one. Because it puts the, you know, it's back on you. Like, oh, this, this is your problem. Mm -hmm. um, this has nothing to do with me. And I think that that can be really damaging. Can I pause on that for yeah. a second? I, am I going to interrupt your train of thought if I do? I don't have trains. You don't have a train of thought? <laughs> because I just heard you, and now I've lost my train of thought. It was, oh, I know what it was. I'm sorry, but this doesn't have anything to do with me. Ah. So I, I like this example because sometimes people are upset about things that have nothing to do with me. And I don't need to be sorry about that. I might be sorry about my part. So I would really carefully tease those out and leave them as completely separate sentences. Like on this issue, I'm really sorry because that I did. And I want to be more careful about that in the future. However, there's this other part that mm -hmm. I kind of think has nothing to do with me. And I'm just wondering if that stems from some other thing. Mm -hmm. And now I've separated them as like, there's a part I am sorry about. And there's a part that I think might be unfairly placed on me. But, like, the further you can space those thoughts, the better. Like, I just did it back-to-back, -back, but ideally they could be, like, ten minutes apart. But they can both happen. Rather than saying, I'm sorry, but this has nothing to do with me. No. Say what you are sorry for. Leave that in a separate section of the conversation. And then when the time comes, you might point out, there's this other thing, though, that actually has nothing to do with me. Yeah, I, it brings to mind, and I think that we're going to get to this example, but it, it brings to mind um, the difference. So I am empathetic, and I, you know, when people tell me things, I legitimately am sorry that they're experiencing those things. But I think it's like, it's so easy to just be like, well, I'm sorry. Well, it's not your fault. What are you apologizing for? Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. Like, what do you think? Is it okay to say things like, I'm really sorry that this is happening or so I do have a, a position on this, which is I feel like our language needs to evolve. Hmm. Meaning when we say, I'm sorry to hear that, or I'm sorry for your loss, that sorry has a completely different meaning. It's not an apology. Hmm. It, it has some other social meaning that has taken on. We need a new word for it. Um, so when someone says to me, Oh, you know, your, your cat died. I'm so sorry. I know that they're not apologizing. I know they're using the other meaning of mm. sorry. So I don't say back to them, it's not your fault. 
But people do, and I think that's because they understand sorry to have one meaning, mm. which is an apology. Sorry has a couple of meanings. Um, I feel like that phrase actually is appropriate if people can hear the right meaning of it. Well, I feel like I'm just saying I'm sorry you heard that the wrong way. <laughs> I, I, the word sorry has ceased to make any sense to me. At yeah. At that point where I'm like, so, so sorry, so, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like if I say, oh, my grandmother died and someone says, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I know how they mean right. that sentence. I sort of wish we had a new word because too many people go, why? It's not your fault. I'm like, I realize that it's not my fault. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it, it is all, it is, it's an entirely different meaning of the word. I would be fine if we came up with a new word. I would love that. Um, you know, and I also, I'm thinking about language. We're, we're on a little bit of a tangent, but I want to stick with it for good reason. We right now have listeners in seven countries. Hmm. And in some of those countries, English is not the first language. And so for people listening who may not even understand the social context of the, the phrases we're using, you know, in the United States and probably in some other parts where English is the first language, people do say, I'm sorry, when they are not sorry, but it has other meanings. And that's really complicated when you're in a cross-cultural situation. Um, and so I can appreciate that somebody who's learning English just heard I'm sorry and is wondering, what in the world are you sorry about? Well, we're here to tell you, folks, it has many meanings. Sorry about English. <laughs> yeah, and it isn't our fault, and yet I am sort of sorry, like genuinely sorry about English. <laughs> English sucks so much. Ah, okay, I'm going to change topics then to the next type of apology that I think can be problematic. And I'm going to pause and take a deep breath here because this is such a button for me. Um, this, this particular type of apology sends me to another place. Um, these are the apologies that are over the top and like too intense. I don't know why I seem to surround myself with people who do this. It probably says a lot about who I'm attracted to in life, <laughs> but, or who's attracted to you or who's attracted to me. But let's say Leslie, um, you know, you were late today and I said, Hey Leslie, you know, if you could be on time next time, that would help me out. We, we kind of have like a schedule to keep with the podcast. So it's, it's tough when you're late and you respond with something like, I'm the worst. I'm, I'm a terrible person. I, I can't believe I did that Why to you. Why do you even put up with me? I'm sorry. Oh. You made such a bad choice. Oh I my God. Be. You actually just triggered me. Oh Why do you put up with me? I have heard that from every person I've dated. I oh, think no. maybe I should. That's a broad statement, but why do you even put up with me? Um, oh <laughs> why don't you just move on? And, and I, it, it is so deeply annoying because it teaches me to just not even bring it up. Right. Cause I don't feel like the three days of talking it out, like it was a little thing. Like I'm not even going to mention the thing you forgot to do or the time you hurt my feelings. I'm just not going to say it. And I feel like over my almost 35 years of life, I've slowly been taught, let's don't even bring it up because it's not worth it. It's going to turn into this big drama of like, I feel so terrible and I've hurt you and I've let you down and I'll never forgive myself. And I'm usually like, you know, I'm over it, actually. Can we just, like, have pizza? Like, I, right. it's so not it, that big a deal. It's like they're responding to you being like, oh, oh, no, like, I have no personal value to you. Like, you know. Um, <laughs> I, 
It's so horrible. I hate it. Yeah. I mean, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, 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 no. I just, I just wanted you to follow through. Okay. No, no, no. Like, everything's fine. Yeah. It's okay. So that, Leslie, and listeners, you can't see me, but I just pointed to her dramatically. That <laughs> is the bottom line here. The bottom line is, if someone hurts me, I'm going to, I feel like when we use too many pronouns, it gets confusing. Let me give names. If Joe, okay. If Joe hurts Sally, okay. And Sally says, Hey Joe, you hurt my feelings. And Joe turns into a puddle of tears and he's on his knees and saying, Oh, please don't leave me. Sally. I'm so sorry. Sally starts taking care of Joe. Yeah. Oh, Joe, let me hug you. Let me give you kisses. It's okay. Here, let's go out and dinner. Let's have a date night. Just you and me. Let's make it all better. Let me kiss your boo-boos. Let me kiss your boo-boos. And here is what, like, I'm actually making a fist, everyone. This is how upset I am. What bothers me is the hurt person ends up taking care of the hurtful person. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to blow this out of proportion, but just to give you like a dramatic example, it would be like if someone punched me and then said, oh, I feel so terrible. I'm an awful person. I'm so awful. And I said, come here while I'm like bleeding from the face. Come here. Let me take care of you. Everything's fine. And that is not okay. That's what you do with like children. Like, who legitimately don't mean to do these things. Is that who I've been seeing all these years? I think, yeah. <laughs> um, it is just not okay. And, and I it's think... It's so manipulative. It is so manipulative. And I'm at a point where I'm not falling for it anymore. But it does make me more angry. Because I used to just fall for it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't fall for it. But I sit there so mad. Thinking, I know what you're doing. And this is so unfair. Like... I've actually forgotten about the original thing that pissed me off, and I'm more focused on your reaction right. right now. And the original thing is, like, long gone. Whatever it was, I'm over it. This is so much worse. This is so much worse. Well, because, like, that person is completely invalidating your... your uh, Joe and Sally. Joe and Sally. Uh, I forget who <laughs> Joe was the one who was hurtful and Sally was the one right. who ended up taking care yeah, of him. So, so Joe completely, thank you. Joe completely invalidated Sally's sadness or frustration or whatever the fact that she was confronting him about and said, Oh, well, you know, I'm more important, you know, yes. in many ways. I still need to feel good about myself, Sally. Right. Um, I still need to feel like the hero here, so can you make me feel like the hero? And I feel like you start out at the bottom with that sort of thing where you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll just let this go. And then all of a sudden you let a lot of things go. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden that guy's got another girlfriend you didn't know. Wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been therapeutic for me. Um, I feel like I've gotten some stuff off my chest. Uh, I will say, though, when I'm Sally uh, and someone's doing that to me, more and more I hear myself saying things like, um, like, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to take care of you right now. Um, if you are really bothered by this and feeling kind of knocked down that I gave you some feedback, I really hope you have, like, some friends you can turn to or someone you can call. Like, this is the importance of having friendships outside your marriage yes. because, like, I've, I've often been like, I need you to call a friend on that one because I'm the person you just hurt. I can't fix this. Right. You need to go call up your best friend, go have some drinks and talk this one out because I'm not going to pick you up right now. Mm -hmm. I'm picking myself up right now. Um, I don't know. I feel like I go on and on about that, but the gist is 
the person who got hurt should not end up taking care of the person who was doing the hurting. I mean, totally agreed. What about people who apologize to get reassurance? Um, like, like, um, I, like I just made you dinner and I said, I'm sorry, it's terrible. I'm sorry. It's so, you know, I burned everything and I'm really just hoping you say it's delicious. Yeah. I think that, that, um, I think we need to keep coming back to the difference between well-meaning apologies Mm -hmm. and ones that are not. And I think that one's probably not well-meaning. That one's self-serving. A well-meaning apology could be, I'm sorry, you're mad. It's still, it's still a, it's a crappy apology. Oh, are we not cursing? Well, I don't know if we're cursing because I'm still afraid (laughs) iTunes is going to kick me off. So I I just censored myself. I don't know if my boss is listening, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm fine with those cursing. I think the listeners are fine. I'm worried that like iTunes is going to put a parental advisory on us. So, um. And I lost my train of thought. Uh, reassurance. Uh, okay. Cookie dinner. Yes. So if I am apologizing just so that you'll say something nice to me, we're not talking about I'm only trying to help anymore. That's mm-hmm. off the topic of our podcast, really. But if we're talking about the ones that are truly meant to smooth things over that just go poorly, I think I'm sorry you're mad falls into that category. It was intended to smooth things over. Mm-hmm. It just blew up. It, it exploded in my face when I tried that one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So then there's the category of just too frequent. Um, so like, you know, um, I'm sorry it's warm in here, Leslie. And, um, I'm sorry that I didn't offer you anything to drink and I'm sorry the bathroom's a little far away and <laughs> she's already laughing at me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I know some people who start most of their sentences with, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it just loses all meaning. I'm not even hearing it anymore. Exactly. I'm not, I don't actually feel like there's an apology. I feel like you just talk that way. And I feel like at that point I have to like put down whatever I'm doing um, (laughs) and say, okay, you clearly need to talk about something. Yeah, what's up? Or you need a little bit more hands on. Mm -hmm. Um, And that... You know, it is not a really super healthy friendship. Now, things, you know, ebb and flow with friendships, you know, so it's okay when this happens once in a while. But if you're the type of person where it's always, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry about this, I'm so sorry about this, I'm so Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of work. Oh, yes, it is. Because <laughs> so... I have to build you all the way up now so that I can, you know, have a conversation with you. Yeah. Every, and every time, it gets exhausting. Okay, so I'm not recommending people do this, but I will just say with someone I know very well and I have this kind of relationship with, I I actually put her on an an apology limit. So, like, we're hanging out this afternoon. You are allowed a max of three I'm sorry's, and then you're done. And so she always ends up giving a fourth or fifth, and I go, "Uh uh-uh, you've already apologized three times today. And we have the kind of relationship where she can laugh at that, so thank goodness. Otherwise, I would never do that. Um, but my, my, I'm trying to help her actually hear her apologies mm-hmm. because I don't think she even hears them. It's, it's just, just the, the way she speaks. Yeah. She just talks that way. It's a good crutch. The way that some of us say, you know, or, oh. or <laughs> like, 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 she says, sorry, 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 sorry. And I'm really just trying to help her train, like train her ears. Do you, mm-hmm. do you hear that you even say it that often? And she doesn't. Um, and so it's not that it's really bothering me. I, I, I feel like I'm trying to help her listen to her own speech a little bit. Um, there's what's something I read recently that if you are one of those like chronic apologizers, 
who just says sorry to every little thing, to, to begin, if you can, try saying thank you instead. So rather than I'm sorry I was late, say thank you for waiting. Or um, I'm, I'm sorry the room is warm. Thank you for hanging with me today. Sorry my house is so messy. Or thanks for not judging me for yeah. my messy house. Thank you is a little bit different. I feel like I should just print that on my front door. Sorry the house is messy. <laughs> thanks for not judging me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think thanks for not judging is a great welcome, Matt. <laughs> thanks for not judging. Uh, and I think there's something really powerful about thanking the other person rather than apologizing because apology does sort of put yourself down a little, especially if you meant it genuinely. Uh, but if you if you thank a person, you're not putting yourself down, but you are sort of building them up. Yeah, yeah, you're you're recognizing them instead of asking for something. Mm-hmm. And when you say I'm sorry, you know you want like you said earlier, you want somebody to say it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And sometimes it's it's not. Yeah, freaking okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm coming full circle here because I told you this morning and kind of unloaded on someone and then I gave them a heads up. I'm probably going to apologize to you later. Now that I'm thinking about this thank you thing, I realized before we started recording this, I did text the person and say thanks for hearing me out, um, which I didn't even realize that I did the thank you rather than the apology. I think this person maybe still deserves an apology, (laughs) so I probably still will send one. But for now, I have said thank you. Thank you for hearing me out. And there was something really nice about that because nobody has to be sad about a thank you. An apology still feels kind of like, oh, like somebody was upset, somebody was harmed, somebody was victimized, but thank you feels like we're in a good place. The apology is still coming, but but we're, I think we're okay right now. So that's all good. And, and women are taught to be very sorry. Um, and I, you know, a lot of the examples I thought of coming into this were, times when it's it's actually my female friends who over apologize um we are we are definitely taught that good girls say sorry interestingly this is sort of um i always hesitate to do any kind of current events on here because we we release these weeks later but but recently in the news um i can't even remember who it was somebody on some i don't know some news channel um Some news channel. Some woodland creature was, news channel. Was putting down um, MSNBC's Chris Hayes. Oh, yeah. And said he is the feminist dream of what a man would be. And this was meant to be an insult, right. by the way. And this is what feminists want men to be. And he described Chris Hayes as apologetic. He's apologetic. And it was meant to put him down, that mm-hmm. he's... He's one of those apologetic, wimpy men, and that's what feminists want. And all I could think was, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll take it. I actually agree. Yeah. Hayes is pretty smart. I sort I of mean, love him to death. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if more men were apologetic, not the, like, on your knees begging me to right. forgive you apologetic, but, like, the kind of people who could just say, like, oh, man, I'm sorry. That wouldn't be so bad. And apologizing is not cowardly, which I think is what that particular person um, with two last names, um, <laughs> meant um, by by saying that he was saying he was cowardly. He bespectacled, apologetic. I think is the words that was he was that using. Bespect. What does that even mean? I honestly don't know. Glasses. Oh, how oh dare he! And, and I, I, I love his glasses. I love his glasses. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really do. I'm not just saying that to be oppositional. I love his glasses and his apologies. 
Oh, Chris Hayes. This one's dedicated to I you. Know, this one goes out to <laughs> Chrissy H. Uh, <laughs> we definitely have to like tweet this episode to him. Uh, I don't know where that leaves us, except that being apologetic should not be so gendered. Yeah, I, I mean, in business type meetings, I will often. I'm, I'm a lot like I'll just say what I'm thinking, but I find myself doing that. Um, well, sorry if this has already been discussed, or sorry if this is not the right thing that we were thinking. Sorry, I'm not the expert on this, but... I, I am. <laughs> you are. You are. That's why you are the director. That's why you have that title. But we say that, and I hear myself saying that. I Listen, I'm invited to speak to thousands of people, and I've heard myself stand in front of an auditorium and say, well, I'm not the expert on this, but... And then I think... What the hell, Kate? They hired you to be the expert. They just brought me here to be the expert. Why are you taking this stance of like, I don't know. Because I've been taught to do that. Mm -hmm. I've been taught. I interrupted you. No, 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 I don't think you did. I'm so sorry. (laughs) How dare you? Um, But uh, no, I think that. I, I find myself using that as a an entrance. I also... I'm honestly heated talking about this. Yeah. Like I'm taking my sweatshirt off because <laughs> I feel like I'm warm. And it's not just this gender piece. It is just the ways that, like, if you think about it, apologies come up because some, there's been a wrong. Right. And when, they, when the apology itself goes wrong, it's like a wrong on top of a wrong. And it just, it's very upsetting. Um... I don't know where to take this next. It's it's occurring to me that we've mostly talked about how not to apologize. Right. I don't know if we've said much about how to apologize. I guess I will just say, you know, as we talked about Chris Hayes, and we said, you know, apologizing is not cowardly. Um, what would be a brave apology? Well, to me, a brave apology is one that stands on its own mm-hmm. and isn't cushioned with a whole bunch of explanation and things like that. A brave apology is something like, Leslie, I'm really sorry. That's it. Well, you know, a brave apology of admitting your own being in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are, those are much more weighty to me. Like, yeah. I, you know, and like I said earlier, I, I kind of like when someone will take a minute um, because I feel like when you're in the heat of the moment, there are, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes people are just like, all right, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then I kind of, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but why? Give yeah. me, give me your laundry list. Prove it. Of, yeah. Prove it. Um, and, and that's not, that's not good for anybody really. <laughs> well, it, okay. Here's what I think. I think it's, it sucks that you have to ask for it. Right. Because once you ask for it, you feel like crap. The other yeah. person feels like crap. It's a lose, lose situation. If the person would just do it. If someone would, like, if, if I had, you know, upset you and I said, you know what, Leslie, it's clear to me that I interrupted you today, which I really did. <laughs> it's clear to me that when I did that, you lost your train of thought and it was hard to get back and and convey your points, which are really important. And for that, I'm really sorry. If I can just offer, you know, the clear, I'm sorry for the actions I did, and mm-hmm. here are the actions I think I did, Right. then you don't have to ask me to prove it. And it opens the door to say, oh, that's not what I was upset about at all. Like, oh, yeah, and I might be wrong. You know, I was upset that you brought red wine, and I only drink white. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, folks, I bring red wine every time, and Leslie's made it clear she's not a wine drinker. So <laughs> let, me, let, me be, let me be very clear. Oops. <laughs> let me be very clear. I am sorry. 
And I will be better in season two. Um, I will bring beer. I, but sometimes I drink the raw, the red wine regardless. You do. You do. But I can tell you're settling for it. <laughs> um, you know what? Instead of saying I'm sorry, I'm going to say thank you for drinking the red wine with me. <laughs> thank you for bringing booze. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I think we've come a long way here today. I think this was good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Since that day I live in a dream